a soap Man I need it, I rub one in my soap You say, me a boss with no floss It's me we need to toss We are done it, the club I make it happen, I'm the fox We think that you will be lost Charlie make a talent, this for you I rub a dross I catch it from movie a cotton Now I'm tough and I'm a surprise, I beg you So boss, in fact you need to say in Chawala Hello, hello, this is your man DJ Wanfix once again And now on a different episode This is what's the HYDRE podcast we're giving you the HYDR experience. It has been as usual as you know. And today, give you a different plate of education. As it has always been, it has always been interesting. It has always been lovely having you people all along throughout the episode from episode one up to now. I want to say a big shout out to all of you. So much love to all of you. Thank you so much. I always anticipate the new episode that dropped. You always give us good remarks. So, this episode, let's talk about something interesting. Something you have heard of it before. Something that you fight. Something that's going on. Something that someone might say benign, but is very dominant within the soul and within the mind. And tonight, on this episode, we'll talk about one interesting topic. Depression. Depression. Is depression what is it all about what 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 makes it so interesting what makes it so eager for a person to know what depression is all about um tonight on this episode i have a beautiful lady intelligent eloquent what is not the voice alone hey wait hey, don't wait um a very good friend of mine lady with a very beautiful voice nice um, he's a very good friend of mine, uh, Gertrude Akosa. Uh, hello, Sunshine. Hi. Good evening. Please, how are you? Good evening. I'm fine. How are you? I'm good as usual. Um, Gertrude, people would like to know who Akosa Gertrude is. Okay, so I am Gertrude Akosa, as you rightly said. Yes. I'm a fellow University Council student. Mm-hmm. I'm the former Women's Commissioner for the Ghana Student Association, as well as a peer counselor. That's nice, that's yeah. nice. <laughs> so he's repping for the Ken Council Unit. And I want to say a big shout out to the Ken Council Unit. Much love. God bless you people so much. We're doing a lot of work on campus. There have been a lot of people here and there going through a lot when it comes to depression issues mental, emotional, blah, blah, blah. So today we want to talk about depression. Something so close to my heart was I've lost someone close to me through this matter. I've seen people change due to this matter. And it's not something that I wish any any friend of mine, someone out there to be in because it's like a hell. So today we want to talk about this. And I want you to stay glued through this episode as we go through this topic. We learn, we get things into our cups, and let's keep it for life. So, Miss Sunshine, can you get the ball rolling? All right. So, um, you first asked what depression is. Yes, because people, people, <laughs> people have heard of it. Me, I know. Anna, you need to be, I'm depressed. You begin to be, I'm depressed. Oh, I'm depressed. I'm depressed. I'm depressed. <laughs> Especially the girls. I'm depressed. Hey, please, what is it? Because 
Someone might just say it, but he doesn't really know what it's all about. Depression. Okay, so when you say depression, it's simply a common and serious medical illness that negatively affects how a person feels. So it's a common and serious. Yes. Common and serious. Yes. So be able to name your Yes. It's very common. Dominant. And it's serious, quite dominant. Yes. Okay. So um, it, it varies. Okay, it can be mild, it can be serious. It depends on the state the person is in. Yes. So depression can be mild and serious, or mild or serious. And it happens differently to different people. Okay. Yes. So when somebody says, oh, I'm depressed, honestly, the person could actually be depressed. And okay. someone can be depressed and be smiling. And you might think that, oh, you don't really look depressed. If somebody isn't open up today that they are depressed, take them serious. Because it's, it's a serious issue. Okay, okay. So depression is common and serious. Yes. So it can happen to anyone, regardless of your class, regardless of, of your, your age. age. Yes. Everything included could happen to you. And everyone reacts in this way, all the way to the depression. Okay. Yes. So what are some signs and symptoms of depression? Because as you said that people react to it in their own way. So yes. How may I know that person is depressed? Okay, so um like I said, it varies between varying people. Okay. Um so if someone is depressed, generally the person might have a loss of appetite. Okay. The person might lose interest in things that they usually like to do. Say I like to talk a lot. And then suddenly I am just like drawn in my shell and I'm not being the same person I was like you you, you would usually see me as. Yes. It could be that the person is going through depression. Okay. So yes. the change so drastic. Is it change so drastic in that well, point? It could be. It depends on the person who is going through the, the depression. Okay. For some people once like like I'm an extrovert. So if you see me suddenly introvert, suddenly like into myself, focus on myself, getting so busy, like trying to avoid people, then I may not be in the normal state of mind I'm in. It could be that I'm sad. Sometimes like a series of sad events can get someone to be depressed. It could be that I'm thinking like an empty depression stage or I am actually like deeper in the depression. Yeah. So as you see people change, some people it can be very different. Some people can't sleep well, some people tend to overthink. I mean depression happens different to different people. So there's like specific um feelings that a person goes through. But then I think like for a person it could be A or B. Yes. Okay. Well we are still hooked up here on the HYDRA podcast, giving the HYDRA experience. And I hope you're enjoying what you are talking about today um yes depression depression common and serious that's 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 the key way to put it common serious and if you take note you can't sit somewhere and say that as for me i'm going to say bobo so there's a champion at all the depression to me and the entry come on but i'm not break you go reach everybody let me they never go reach me it's in the night so i want to ask this um, heartbreak does it lead to depression? Heartbreak. It can lead to depression. It depends on the person. Well, honestly, it really does lead 
to a lot of depression in people, especially if they are so involved in what broke their heart. Okay. So if it's a relationship and then like you are so into it and then suddenly you are to break up. Some, some people don't even break up. Some people are in their relationship, but they are not being treated fairly. They are not um being treated in the way they think they should be or they are being taken for granted. And so they get depressed. So like it can be even in a relationship or out of a relationship. So yeah, it's not great causes depression. If education is like your thing, if you are really into books, um yeah, you have a goal that oh as for me, I would never maybe this will never happen to me or you have a set target. You want to score this mark and then you put in your all and it doesn't really turn out. It can break your heart. You can get depression. Some people get depression when they are heartbroken. So Okay, okay. Um, talking about the symptoms, um, can you say um, diminished interest in something? A person that maybe no person is very interested in when it comes to football, he's always present when there's always a discussion concerning football. But all of a sudden, people, boys need to talk about football. He's not present, and even if, even if he's present, he's he doesn't put that energy that you know him to be yes. putting into it. Yes. So. Can mark it to be a symptom. Yes, yes. It's actually um either being absent from a scene or being absent minded in a scene is a symptom of depression. And also feeling worthless. That that really happens to a lot of people. Like they feel like oh they are not enough. Suddenly it's not like every day you feel you are not enough. I mean there could be that persistent feeling that oh I am not enough. Yes, but then like if it's not really your thing, but Suddenly you feel like oh you, you you are not enough you are worthless and you never get better things start having this self doubt it's one of the key um, signs of depression or symptom of depression and like you feel like nobody cares about you nobody loves you I mean it happens like there are so many signs like I said from the beginning that it's different for different people so yes. Okay, so low self-esteem. Yeah. Like low self-esteem. Yeah. Loss um, of energy, loss of, of interest, energy. tiredness, fatigue. And aha, uh-huh, there is this thing I want to talk about. And the fact that people think that blacks don't get depressed. Uh-huh. I don't know where that mentality comes from. And so like and especially boys. Boys don't get depressed. Hey. There is that mentality. Or oh, we need yet. We need your depression for our home. Yes, we need your hardcore. We need your hardcore. Exactly. Odeshi, Odeshi vibes. <laughs> exactly. We need bro depression. So, anya bro for So, if you are depressed, you are depressed. Race is not a factor. And also, one thing, gender too is not a factor. One thing, depression here, anya for anya is for yari. Happy, happy, happy. But your, but your ma, mumu ni se. If you can't also na we depressed, you know, be a bit Let's keep that to why. Why is I've talked about worthlessness and changing sleeping patterns and loss of interest and the uh, might diminish um interest in some things that you know the people the, the person to be used to, the person switching like mood, mood, mood swing. Those things. When it comes to those things, um mood swings, we'll talk about this later in the episode. Um, let's let's draw deeper into pain wasting. I know there are a lot of um, there are a lot of people pain wasting. Pain wasting is over, I think, over forty thousand. There are a lot of people here 
with uh, different ages spanning across. So I would like to ask, does the age count when it comes to being depressed? Does the age count? Yes, <laughs> everyone can get depressed, adults and children and teenagers and everyone can get depressed. Yes, and it's actually very, it's a common thing in adults when you have a lot to think about, you, you tend to get depressed, especially when you don't find answers to the things that you are thinking about. So, um, yes, so depression affects an estimated number of um, 1 in 15 adults. In a given year, every 15 adults, there is a likelihood to get one of them who is depressed. So that makes like 2.7% in a given year. And one in six people will experience depression at some point in their life. That's 16.6%. Yes, and depression can occur at any time. But on the average, it appears very commonly in the teenage, mid-teens or 20s, the early 20s. Yes, so KNUST actually has our average age between the teens and then the 20s, like the teens and the early 20s. That's where the age the age ranges commonly, yes. So KNUST is so much part of the depression and zone, if it was supposed to be zoned out or something, yeah. yeah. So, um, KNUST, I hope you are listening, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You are in the depression zone concerning the <laughs> age limit, the age range, the age limit, blah blah. We have we find ourselves in there. So drawing deeper into pain waste, I know everyone has it their own life, different programs, different interests here and there. But can we say like from pain waste company, there are a lot of people that are going through a going through a lot of issues. Some are very depressed, but they don't show it on the outside. Some some show their depression. It's that like you should give so much attention to such people. Because like everyone is busy going about it or activities within the course of the day. That sometimes you may not really check up on them. So you may meet them in class here and there. How is the state of depression? The okay. numbers. So I I would think that um depression, like I said before, it's it's dominant even on campus. And let's take the stats. We have a lot of students on campus and we've already established that one in six people are likely to get depressed. And those people are mostly in their teenage, mid-teens or early twenties. So if we have this stat and consider the number of people on the campus, then there is a likelihood. So that person who you walk to class every day with is actually probably going through a state of depression. And People, people express depression in different ways. That's what people don't usually understand. For some people, they are generally introverts. So mm-hmm. if I'm an introvert and I'm always keeping to myself, um, it doesn't mean I'm depressed. Yes. And if I'm extrovert and I suddenly start keeping to myself, then maybe there's something wrong. So like you said, people show depression, but people don't show depression. So, um, we all have friends. You try and check up on them. You try to be there for them because you don't know what someone is going to at any point in their life. You get it. So basically, everyone is fighting his or her own demons. Yes, a lot of silence battles. A lot of silence battles, and some have lost those battles sadly to depression. Yes, to depression. One of the adverse causes that that's what makes depression even sadder is suicide. It leads to suicidal thoughts. People become 
very suicidal when they are depressed. And you may never know. You you hear people saying that after they lost someone to um, suicide, that oh, I never knew this was happening. Yes. So like you have to be there for your friends. You have to be there for the people around you. Look, we are a lot of people on campus. If everyone takes one person, it would help. At least the person has someone to count on. You get it? Mm-hmm. Yes. So it, that's that's I think one of the best ways trying to each other's people loving each other you get it yes that's one of the ways you can try and then win the battle over depression because it's 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 a hard place to be in yeah so and um, people we need to be there for our friends we need to be there for our colleagues our classmates our roommates we need to be there for them because it's not everything that someone might tell you mm-hmm. and you may have no idea the issue someone is facing, even though you might meet the person and every day the person is smiling, every day the person is laughing. You might not really know what the person is going through deep within him or herself. Yeah. Yeah, and some people will also need love. Like, show care. Give them some attention. Ask about their life, how they are doing. Yeah. Because both of us, we walk but deep inside us you are lacking some things and we need those things like sometimes we all need friends we all need like people that we could talk to people that we can trust people that you can approach and tell oh person it is what i'm going to i'd like to share with you what do you think about it like people need those things because i feel with a depression problem the reason they get connected deep into them into themselves is because of the sense of worthlessness, the sense that no one can help me with this, and to drive them to the point that they might feel that the only solution is death. Take down their own life. Take down their own life. And that's one painful thing. It's very, very sad. And um, I lost someone through this. It was very, very sad. So, very, very, he was always smiley. He was always funny. Anytime you met this guy, you even cared more than. Like you always be asked about your life, how you but deep down no one ever suspects it. So um I want to quickly say that we are not superhumans, okay? So mm-hmm. if someone is not like is is not showing signs of depression, it doesn't mean that oh, the person isn't depressed. What you can do on the daily basis is to tell is to tell someone, Oh, you are looking nice. Try to appreciate each other, try to make people feel like they are something because it's not everyone who shows these signs that we've already discussed. Mm-hmm. Yes, for some people, they fight and they wear a mask. Like, you always see them smiling. You always see them happy, always talking. But then deep in, inside them, they are feeling very downhearted. They feel like they don't have friends. They feel rejected a whole lot. So just, just be that nice person. You will tell a friend, oh, I like your shoe. Oh, you are looking nice. I really like this thing about you, you do. Just, just be, I don't know, you don't need to know what the person is going through. Some people may not necessarily know. So just be their friend. Just tell people how you genuinely feel about them. <laughs> it's not like if the person is not looking in the hall, you just lie. Because if I'm not looking, yeah, I know I'm not looking. But then at least try to, to say nice things to people. Because you don't know how how far that small statement you make will go. Yeah, it's very important to do that. 
So coming to the case of um linking drug use and depression and counting. This is something on the right or is something under control. Well, so when it comes to drugs, I mean people find like like you already established people who alone. So in their attempt to compensate for their loneliness, they try to find solace in things. So for some people it becomes porn. For some people, it becomes drugs. For some people, they can write out their pain. So, yes, if you say the issue of drugs is an prison, then you are actually doing depression. It could be, even though I haven't done a lot of research into the fact of depression, because some people also go into different things. But then it could be, because people tend to find solace in a lot of things. Yes. And yeah, people find solace in other people. So at the point when the person isn't around anymore, they feel they feel like they are all alone. People find and solace in their relationships. That's how come when some people break out of relationships, they they don't know what to do. They don't know where to start from. Yes, it's it's actually funny. It's something we do as a joke when somebody breaks up with someone, we all repost, we laugh. But sometimes, like you should take a minute. And then ask yourself, why is the person crying so hard? How much did this relationship mean to the person? Was it the, the only thing that gave the person peace? How would the absence of that cause the person? If we try to be human enough about certain things, maybe we'll still have fun. It will still be fun. It will still be interesting. But at least um, we could take a break and then be there for them. If we can. Okay. Um, is depression more prevalent in women than in men, like males and females? Is it more in females than in guys? Yes, and according to research, depression is quite common in, in women. And I mean, women go through a lot of phases in the past. We have a premenstrual period, we have the main menstrual period, we have the after menstrual period. I mean, it's a whole lot of things that goes on. Oh, in breath. You know, right? Oh, breath. Yes. So, I mean, for, for premenstrual periods, um, season, people, some women tend to get depressed, mood swings, even during the period too. So, yeah, I mean, depression is quite common in women, and you can understand why. Um, for teen-wasted counseling units, um, looking at the cases that come, like people, I'm sure people come to the unit for counseling sessions, maybe relationship matches, couples, couple crisis, normal bar, at all. Then you see the AC, a family, a father, then you see, oh, Bumania, the idea, I'm depressed. Some to come based on academic reasons, some to may come due to family matters or any other thing. So, what do you think of from your, from the unit? What are the numbers? What do the numbers say concerning? The number, the actual cases on campus that people bring to the country that imply depression in them. Okay, so I mean, when it comes to counseling, and counseling is like a safe haven, okay? So whatever is discussed with the counselor stays with the counselor. Okay. Yes. So, um, yes, people have different problems. Like every normal human society, it could be family, it could be academics, it could be relationships could be everything um yes 
but then the counseling unit is there to support whichever problem a person has. I I may not I I I cannot go into the details of or some of the things that people bring into counseling, like yeah, I yeah, said, because yeah. like that safe haven, that place where you talk to explain, and then yeah. yes. Right. But then people have diverse issues and they bring it. As a um, KNUST peer counselors, we say that we are your caring friends. So whenever you have any issue, just approach a peer counselor and the person is there for you. We are caring and we are your friends. Yes. Okay. So how is depression diagnosed and how is it treated? Okay, so depression, it's usually um, based on the state, the state, the level of depression. Some go through psychotherapy and then they are okay. okay. Yes. Some people go through normal medical medications, they are given medical treatment and they are okay. Some people need to talk to a counselor like as often as possible and they are okay. So yeah, usually it depends on the state. And for some people, the thing that is causing the depression in them is things that can actually be solved and it can go away. So if you get to meet a counselor or if you get to meet someone and then the person speaks with you and helps you out or helps you through it, you become okay. You you, you return back to your normal. Today, talk about depression. My people, can you ask people? I hope you are listening. What's the big thank you to you all following and being with us through episode by episode. And those outside, outside can you ask Those far as in Kema, Kosombo, Kakwa, Kakra, Day, um, wherever you are, as far as wherever you are, that you listen to the HYDRA. Podcast, don't say a big thing to you. But can you see out and treat all of us that you shouldn't drag around when it comes to some pertaining matters? When anytime we feel that there are changes in our life that's really negative, the word negative, we should seek for counseling, isn't it? Yes, and you know, the thing is that it doesn't even have to be bad. You can just go to the counseling session, you can go to the counseling unit. You can approach a peer counselor and then you tell the person that, oh, you just need someone to talk to. It could be something very menial or something you even think is menial. Just roommate issue or your roommate doesn't buy water. Tell a counselor. You just, if you need someone to vent on, approach a counselor. That's why we are there for you. Um, what do you think someone, okay, as you said earlier, that people react, that people react to depression in a different way. And um, venting, as you said, you think is one way for people to pull themselves out of it. But some people, naturally, they are quick tempered, they have that violent state, so they might find like venting out those things, whatever world that's going through their head, and actually they feel cool. Because I don't know, to be honest, but I don't know if you get my point. Yeah, I think I get. So, um, how you handle depression is usually up to you. But I think that it's more important to speak to someone because there are temporal solutions, there are permanent ones. The fact that you have someone you can confide in, someone you know that is going to be there for you, I think it's a bigger um, plus. And yeah, for some people, they write their way out of depression. Some people, they like to vent. Some people like to be alone and scream. Some people like to cry. And then after that, they are okay. Yes. But I find that it's actually interesting or it's better or quicker to have someone to listen to you when you are depressed. It's, it's, it's huge. It helps you with the healing process. 
Okay. Um, hello, people. Whatever that you are going through, I don't know. But obian and the problem definitely. Yeah, and the problem. You may go to sleep, you wake up with the same thing in mind, and that doesn't seem to go away. I recommend the King West Counseling Unit for you. I recommend my dear sweet friend, Sunshine. Whatever the problem is, let's do well to get someone to talk to. Let's be the counselors. No matter how small the problem is, right? Yes. No matter how small the Very is, petty. In fact, it, it could be anything. We are there for you. No matter how small, no matter how petty, because you may never know how it, it can grow into a serious thing. Yes, time. yes. And it's a small thing. Depression is very, very, very real. Because some people really struggle to get out of it. Some people never get out of it. Never get out of it. They live with it and they die with it. Yes. There and are acute and serious cases of depression. Mm. So whilst it's small, talk about it. Some people don't know how, let, let's say someone is doing something they don't appreciate. They don't know mm. how to voice out. So it's piled on. And those people, later when it becomes too much, they get depressed. Or some people even, instead of getting depressed, some people get violent. If they had addressed those petty, petty, petty things, it's actually the small things, the small cracks mm. that can cause a, a collapse of a huge, a huge building. So it's the small, small things that you shouldn't Um, okay. And what will you say concerning how the person to take care of yourself tempered? Avoiding the case of being depressed, and even if you find yourself in a state of depression, how should you take care of yourself? Okay, so, um, first of all, I think that as a person, one thing you should do is to love yourself. You should love yourself because what I find that one of the major causes of depression okay, is about um, how we see ourselves. Uh, it's, it's, it's how you are. You are like who you are for a reason. So you should learn to love yourself, appreciate yourself, and um, not not try to fit in into um, standards. Like we have standards of beauty. People have these weird, weird ideas of perfection. Don't don't try to like. Don't worry yourself. You are a perfect creature. Yes, you are yourself. just love yourself because it is by yourself that has carried you this far so you should always practice self-love as a person if your depression is not from if it's not emanating from yourself some of the type the type the types of causes of depression that emanates from yourself is um the feeling of being too big being too tall being too short like the, those things about your personality that you can probably never really change or enhance. Yes, those things can cause depression. Those ones, if you love yourself enough, you write about yourself, appreciate yourself, look in the mirror, tell yourself you are beautiful, you are smart enough. Look, especially those who have made it this far, you are, you are 18, you are 16 years, it is by yourself that has carried you for all 16 years. So if you love yourself enough, then you'll be able to handle whatever comes out, out from other people. Yes, that if the depression is emanating from you. But if it is from from your family, if it is from from the things that you have no control over, like from people, from academics, find someone to talk to. That's how you can actually deal with depression. 
find someone to talk to. If you love writing and you think it will help, write. Don't find solace in the things that will harm you in return. Because if you find solace in drugs, at a time, at a point in time, it will leave you. Like drugs never really leave you, but then you can't always find solace in taking, let's say, one stick of cigar. It would, it would need to take more at a point. It becomes an addiction. It becomes so much. It becomes a lot of problems. More than what started the fire. So why not find someone to talk to? You get it? So that's how you should try and deal with depression. If it is mental state, go to the hospital. Talk to the doctor. Tell the doctor, this is how I'm feeling. I think I am depressed. They have medications. If it is um, psychotherapy, there is, there is a treatment for it. Just Try to use the available opportunities, the counselors, your lecturers. Um, you find that the lecturers might be strict and all that, but when you go to them, they actually listen. You get it. No lecturer would wish that their students would, would, would be suicidal or anything. So they listen. So that's how I think you can handle or deal with depression. Then be yourself, love yourself, believe in yourself, and please. Me. No low self-esteem. No, you are perfect as you are. It is. So don't say that because this person has this. Big eyes and our big eyes. Those things, they don't, because, like, you should appreciate yourself. Whether you have big eyes, whether you have small eyes, whether it is flat, whether it is broad, whether it is white, whether your head is big, whether your head is small, whether this you have. You. That is the thing that has carried you this me. far. Look at my nose. My nose is big. I like it. I can't change it. Your nose might be small. You can have a surgery. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, if you love yourself enough, you appreciate yourself. Yes. If maybe later on you think that you can afford a surgery or something, you can do it if that will make you feel better. Yes. But love yourself is very important because all surgery can speak out you about yourself. Um, and also one thing, um, with people that have depression based on something that has happened to them in the past, and what will you tell them? Like, today, let's go of whatever that has happened. Because it seems that the past might be a battle scar that they may never to be engraved in their hearts and start and buy boots in there. So, what's your advice for them? You know, the past is past. Honestly, is I, I can't just come and sit there and say that let it go. Trust me, it's not easy because it's that thing that when you look back you see it's your history, it forms part of you. It could be as bad as rape. It could be as bad as hateful words from somebody who is supposed to show you love, like your mother. Your mother can if your mother is let's say not showing you the love that you think you deserve, she keeps on saying a lot of hateful words to you. It builds roots in you. If it is rape, you can't go back and then be unraped. Like, when you look back and you see it, those cars, they are so painful. They never really go away. Yes. But I think I would advise counseling because that state is, 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 is something else. You need to speak to someone. And at a point, you'd, you'd realize that if you forgive, forgive. If you loosen up a bit, you feel better as a person. So what you do is that if, let's say, you were raped, never forget the experience. Learn the lesson from it. 
but then learn to learn to forgive yourself as a person. Okay, because people do people learn to hate themselves, right? When they look in the mirror, they don't see who they are. Again, they feel like they are something that any stranger can just enter into them. I'm referring to it. So people never really let go. Forgive yourself that it happened. It's not your fault that it happened. Try to speak with someone. Try to forgive the person who caused it. Because when you hold that grudge, it's not really the person doesn't know that you you've held that grudge. It's only the person who goes unpunished. It's it is you that it will eat up every single time. Like it would eat up you to the person, the victim. So try to forgive the person who, who caused it. Don't forget the experience. Learn your lessons from it. Be a better person. If if it is not rape, because I mean, for rape is something else. It's like a whole new topic. But then if it's not rape and it's, let's say, hateful words from, from your loved one, from your family member, try to see yourself as, as a great person. Love yourself. Forgive yourself for those things that happened to you. I'm speaking in general terms. Yes. And then, yes, I think it's not easy to let go when it's the past. But then love yourself. Try to tell yourself that you are enough now and now you are able to okay. build yourself. Okay. Um, will you encourage a practice of self-reflection? Will you encourage a practice of self-reflection that at a point in time or with your own schedules, you have a time set apart for your own self-reflection? Yes. Yes. So self-reflection is, is one of the very important things that we you try to look at how far you've gone, where you've gone from, the opportunities you missed, the opportunities you seized, how you utilized your time, the things that you did. But there's this one thing that I would personally um, share with you. When you are having a self-reflection time, do not compare yourself with anyone. Self-reflection is just what it is. Self-reflection. It's not you, yourself, and another person reflection. See it from your perspective. How you did it. How you could have done better. How you could have improved. How you could have seen better things in achieving. Don't, don't look at it from, okay, so I went to class with this person. We did the same assignment. I scored five and the person scored six. And then hate yourself for that. No, that's not self-reflection. That's envy. That's a different thing. Do not compare yourself with someone. Self-reflection is about yourself. And as you do that genuinely, as you are honest with yourself and you genuinely reflect on yourself, what it helps you to do is that it helps you to improve on yourself. It helps you to believe in yourself. It helps you to have a clearer direction of where you want to go. So it's a very important practice. And then I hope you have heard a lot. You have learned a lot. And let's keep these things to ourselves. Let's tell our friends. Because, Charlie, you never know. If you are someone sharing cry, and let me too cry, you have no idea. And no one wishes there for this way, fellow human being. Because it's like the ultimate drive, the ultimate answer for people depressed, being depressed is like death. Like, I die after all. What am I fighting for? What am I fighting for? Uh, nah. 
reflection and tell yourself how is my life let me put it on a scale don't compare yourself with someone else no just be yourself talk to yourself your own self ask yourself assess yourself is there a change in behavior wait on a scale if you see a deviation then like let's go to see a counselor let's go to the hospital let's talk to someone a close relative an open-minded person. An open-minded person could be your pastor, could be your teacher, could be your close friend, could be your parent, your sibling, your cousin, anyone, anyone that you can help you on that thing. Um, Miss Sunshine, Miss Gertrude, what are your last words? What are your advice? What would you tell people out there, being wasted and outside being wasted? So my advice is simple. Depression can happen to everyone. No one is exempted. So um, as much as possible, try to love yourself. Try to assess yourself. Know the things that don't help you. Learn to say no. Learn to like understand yourself. Reflect on yourself. And self-reflection is very important. Um, remedying situation for, for depression. And for other things, it helps in academics, it helps in boosting your confidence. You can address yourself in a third person. And then ask, okay, so get through. How do you see why you did to person A? Was it good for their mental health? Was it good for your mental health? Try to understand yourself from a third person. And then be patient with yourself as well. And yes, I think that when you feel you are depressed, talk to someone. Write it out. Speak out, do something because the world needs you. It's just you, like, are the only you that the world can have. That is you. So please learn to, learn to uh, speak up because there are people who, who also need you. A lot of people will need you as well in, in time. So, yes, the world needs you. Please don't be afraid. And if you are, kindly speak to someone. There is a solution. Okay, 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 okay. Um, the Kenya Council Unit is open to all of you, all of 
all of KNUHT students. Please, and can you staff. tell us something else? And also the staff of KNUHT, senior, junior, KU, UTAG, uh, all of you. Um, the last one from your man, DJ16, is that please love yourself. Self-reflection is very important. And please make friends, join like social groups, be active. Get it? Don't always be in your shell. Like, yes, one corner, I kick with two sun, I give some money, and get a fine. So, please love yourself, be active, self reflection. You could take a walk, go out. Because nowadays, there are a lot of recreational centers around. Hang out. Just do something that makes you light up. Okay? Yes. And please, as you have said, Several times today on this episode, see counselor, see someone that is open-minded, someone that you can trust, someone that will be there for you. Get it? Because tell it, the world is only you. Desire the world will miss you, your friends will miss you, your relatives will miss you. When you are in your worst state, people will really feel bad because they didn't wish you to be in that situation. Okay. Because life is one, we only live it once. So please let's take off let's take off ourselves. Let's be good to ourselves. Let's love ourselves. Let's be the best versions of ourselves. And we we'll see you another time on the next episode of the HYD podcast. <laughs>I've been on the low, I've been taking my time I feel like I'm out of my mind It feel like my life ain't mine Who can relate? I've been on the low, I've been taking my time I feel like I'm out of my mind It feel like my life ain't mine I don't wanna be alive I don't wanna be alive I just wanna die today I just wanna die